Kia ora and welcome to the Katoi Toy 2021 podcast series. This is a special limited edition podcast series of five interviews commissioned by Creative New Zealand as a part of the 2020 Katoi Toy pilot. This interview and illustration sits within a series of commissioned essays, interviews, podcasts and artworks to be published over 12 weeks supported by CNZ. In this special series, we'll hear from five of the review panel, each of whom looked at work within three categories to help select the final compiled archive for this year. Kia ora, I'm Louise, Design Assembly Founder and Director, and today I'm talking to Emma Kanyuk and Tana Mitchell from Akin. Emma and Tana co-founded Akin in 2015, a strategic design studio focused on creating engaging, seductive and effective brand solutions that grab people's attention and hearts. Previous to starting Akin, they both spent time at DesignWorks. Emma has also worked at Special Group in Auckland and Sydney, and Tana has worked at studios in Auckland, Wellington, and overseas in New York and Berlin. They have been awarded for their work at the Best Awards with Purple Pins and overseas in the AGDA Awards, DNAD and Design Week Awards, amongst others. Kia ora, Tana and Emma. Thanks for joining me today. Um, before we start, I just wanted to um, maybe get a little snapshot of yourselves as designers. I know we recorded a podcast together, um, actually, I think it was in May last year in 2020. So if people want to find out uh, more about your kind of background and where you came from, then that's um, a good uh, podcast to listen to. But just for others who just want a quick overview, um, tell us a little bit about yourselves. We're Ken, and we actually just turned six years um, this month, which is really exciting. We still haven't celebrated any of our birthdays. We just keep putting the party off because, you know, other clients come first. But um, we're <laughs> a small studio with um, a large output, I think is probably the best way to describe it. Emma and myself, and we have Sienna who also works with us, and we work across the board from packaging, branding, anything that's designed basically experiences, um, because uh, I guess that we've come from a big background, so we, our capacity is bigger than our scale. Yeah, yeah. we really enjoy that um, diversity of project. Um, every project is quite different, and we love kind of diving into that and using the learnings from each um from really large projects across to small ones. Yeah, from commercial to cultural, the whole, the whole, all of the things. <laughs> awesome. And today we've um, come together to talk about the 2020 Katoitoi Archive Project, um, which you reviewed as a duo and the process that you went through. So um, I just wanted to start by asking you um, which categories you reviewed and maybe if you could um, pull out... Uh, a couple of projects or a project from each category that stood out to you? Um, we had to look this up because it's been a little while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was publication design, branding or identity and typography. There were, it was such a, a diverse range of projects, um, but one that stood out for me was Katie Kerr's publications. She entered a few, um, but there was one called Dwelling in the Margins, which was such a lovely um, exercise and experimentation, but also restraint. Um, it's the one with the yellow cover. And I think reviewing her books especially kind of reminded me how, how books are such a beautiful tactile experience. Um, and it was almost a shame not to be able to touch it, but luckily I've seen it in real life and I kind of knew what that experience was. And I just think... Being able to have uh, independent New Zealand publishers in New Zealand 
is so special and she does that so so well every time. Um, and then for me, I mean, I love Katie's work as well, and there was lots of um, interest in fun stuff in editorial. Like, but <clears throat> what I I was kind of looking for things that felt like now, because you know it's an archive and it's the first one. And um, I really loved Emily Stevens' Welcome to Nowhere Festival Identity. Really, like I I don't know her her or her work, but I just thought it was a a lovely um, kind of simple project that really express the graphic kind of trend of this moment in terms of like the illustration style, which was really kind of light but detailed, just like the energy of it was um, really great and it was really well done. And so it was really nice for me to um, find a new designer that I hadn't found up to this point. Yeah. And then just looking at the archive as a whole or the work that you reviewed, um, did you kind of glean any specific insights or see any overarching trends um, from these three categories? Um, I think one thing that we um, saw was a real strong um, contemporary Māori um, visual vernacular, which was really exciting to see. Like it feels like there's like a known expression now and that that was kind of really interesting in the way that that's matured over probably the last 10 years, I would say. You know, like McCarthy like the tiwaka, tiwaka, sorry, you know, like new ways of kind of expressing those kind of motifs in, uh, yeah, in, in exciting new ways. So that was, um, yeah, that was probably a strong trend that we saw across the board from big, big projects to smaller projects. I mean, overall, I felt there were possibly less trends given the diversity of work entered and a wider range of people and businesses entering than perhaps other awards in New Zealand. Um, however, that said, in typography, exaggerated inkwells are still a big thing. So that's, <laughs> that's one trend that we saw across the board. And kind of, you know, like building on Emily Stevens' work, like Fever in editorial, that was really, really fun. So there was kind of like this norm core kind of um, exaggerated kind of... Quite playful. Quite playful, like so bad it's good kind of aesthetic that um, we, we really enjoy it as well. Which we thought we'd see more of, but there wasn't as much as perhaps we thought for the big set. Seems like quite a good trend right now too. So I guess that kind of does lead into my next question in terms of um, what your preconceptions or expectations were that um, and things that you thought you might have seen. So you kind of touched on that in terms of seeing more good bad design. But were there, you know, anything else that you thought that you would um, see going into it that was that was either reaffirmed or challenged? I guess we hoped to see a wider range of work from the larger agencies. Mm. Um, and, and in some ways it was quite um, beautiful seeing um, work that we haven't seen from designers we hadn't heard of, um, especially across New Zealand. It felt a lot less Auckland-centric, which is great. Um, and it's really cool to see um, people represented who perhaps haven't been in the past. But it would also be really great to kind of see that range from the, the big established agencies as well. And then at the other end of the spectrum, like I was kind of hoping to see more, I don't know, like things at the moment like music and fashion will encourage um, those people to enter next year because I feel like that that's kind of also the places where you get really of the moment design. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, I mean, I, that's a little bit maybe about what you were surprised then um, to see or not that you didn't see that work. 
And did you have any kind of particular moments of, of delight that stood out to you? You've already picked out a couple of projects, um, but was there, you know, something in particular either from those projects or perhaps the body of work as a whole that you were like, kind of like wow. <laughs> down, like the one that, that just um, we loved was um, Catsy by Megado. So it's packaging for a roasted capsicum's wasp and um, they used... I think from memory their brief was around taking things back to basics and it, we really loved the way that they did that so playfully in terms of even thinking about the form and using kind of default forms and um, visual cues that exist in supermarkets all the time you kind of don't see them but kind of taking that and making that the point. There was a real intelligence behind it because, you know, it's really hard to do things that simple and um, for them to come across as premium. So we just thought there the intelligence and humour in that in that in just in that source bottle, we just gave us joy. It was a joyful moment. We're like, yes, Katsy, we love you. <laughs> order a order a case of it. <laughs> yeah. And before we kind of wrap up, is there anything else kind of generally that you wanted to um, share or, or talk about in terms of Ka Toi Toi as, um, as a project? Um, I mean, just excited to be to see this first year and see how it um, rolls out. I know, it feels like the beginning of a, like exciting journey, so watch this space, I guess. Cool, awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time. Um, it's been really great to have both of you involved in the project and hear your insights and um, having a chat today about it. Thanks. Oh, thanks so much, Lou.